0: How are you all today? You know they say that a beard is the ultimate fashion accessory for a man, but with masks, it's just not. It just looks terrible. And there's nothing I can do about it. So you're ready to get rolling today? Cool, well, let's jump into it. Ah, week three of our series, just another series, full of movie quotes. there's kind of been a common theme that's run through these. Not just movie quotes, of course. So let's go. Fear, anger, and shame. Fear, anger, and shame. These are the emotions that most of us are ruled by. Amen? These emotions are not bad in and of themselves. As our resident psychologists, or not, what are they? Uh, therapists have told me there are no bad emotions. They're not bad, but the ways that we process them are bad sometimes. The way that we process them sometimes leads us to hide much of ourselves from each other. Yeah, we're terrified of the consequences of actually being ourselves. We spoke about tribes two weeks ago in the first week of this series. Uh, You know, those groups that we most readily identify with, that we draw our sense of identity, self-worth and belonging from, right? We hide because we don't want our chosen tribe to reject us. It's a survival mechanism. In short, we hide to survive. So we keep our heads down, we trudge along, or maybe we go looking for a new tribe full of people who look like us, act like us, think like us. Again, people like us do things like this. Maybe in that group, I won't need to hide anymore. Maybe I can finally be myself and feel like I really belong. In Matthew, Jesus says, come to me, all you who are struggling hard and carrying heavy loads, and I will give you rest. Put on my yoke and learn from me. I'm gentle and humble, and you will find rest for yourselves. My yoke is easy to bear, and my burden is light. I'm not sure there is a heavier burden than the masks that we wear around other people. And I'm not talking about these. Keep those on. In John, Jesus also says, "I won't send away anyone who comes to me." Hmm, That's good, huh? This is an open invitation to anyone and everyone who would like a seat at the Lord's table. The reality uh, Jesus consistently puts forward is that there is room for everyone at the Lord's table. Even Judas, the disciple who betrayed Jesus, was present at the Last Supper. Yeah? There is room for everyone at the Lord's table, and that means there is room for you At Grace Church. What if you could be accepted and loved exactly as you are? What if you could let your guard down? What if you could take off your mask, even the one that you're pretending you don't have on right now? What if you could do that and still be accepted? What if you could do that and not only be accepted, but actually loved? What if you could really belong? It never feels good to not know if you belong, does it? It never feels good to wonder if people really like you, or better yet, if they would really like you if they knew you really were without your masks this is exactly what all of us secretly want for ourselves isn't it even those of us who say we don't care what other people think we want to belong but how often do we not afford this to other people American churches are full of people who are terrified of being who they are around other Christians, afraid of asking questions, afraid of expressing doubts or concerns, for fear of being rejected by a bunch of other people who are terrified of the exact same thing. High school never seems to end, does it? So we pretend We fake it till we make it. But we never make it, do we? We're never authentic or real because we're all so scared, angry, and ashamed. Think about what's lost in this scenario. When we hide ourselves, how can we ever fulfill the greatest commandment from Jesus? You know, you must love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, and you must love your neighbor as yourself. How can I love myself if I'm too afraid to be myself? How can I love my neighbor as myself if I can't even love myself? I firmly believe that the only way that we can experience the fullness of the life and love of God is together. If it's not together, we're missing out on a big piece. And the only way that we can really be together is to be together. You can't really be present or authentic with people that you are interacting with through fear, anger, or shame. In hiding ourselves from each other, we are robbing ourselves and each other from opportunities to grow into more Christ-like character. You, nor the rest of us, get to experience the fullness of the life and love of God. I, I don't want to miss out on that. Do you? If you aren't willing to take your mask off and be real with me, we will never know the fullness of the life and love of God together. All the way back in 2002, there was an animated film called Lilo and Stitch. Lilo is a lonely Hawaiian girl, a lonely Hawaiian girl who has an encounter with an alien that she names Stitch. And Stitch was this genetic experiment that went horribly, horribly wrong. Uh, He found himself at the top of the galaxy's most wanted list. Stitch is super cute, but he only cares about himself and he's very destructive. The galactic authorities are intent on apprehending Stitch uh, before he causes any more damage. Uh, Through no fault of his own, Stitch is a reject. So, this lonely girl who has experienced more than her fair share of rejection, again through no fault of her own, befriends this genetic experiment gone awry, and through her unwavering commitment to the Hawaiian concept Ohana, Stitch learns to care for someone else. So, here's our movie quote this week Lilo teaches stitch. Ohana means family. Family means nobody gets left behind or forgotten. Worship team, if you'll make your way back up here. Look, I know, (laughs) I know the heartbreak of being rejected, of being left behind, of being forgotten. And I would wager that most of the people in positions of leadership here at Grace Church are all too familiar with that feeling as well. I know the cognitive dissonance that comes with pretending to be something you're not. I know what it's like to see yourself as second class in whatever tribe you've clung to, especially the church. Almost all churches have things that they emphasize, things that they use as Litmus tests to determine who's in and who's out. But Grace Church has always been a melting pot of traditions, people, a place where rejects from all walks can come find home together. We're like the island of misfit toys. But you might say, but Pastor Zach, I'm a mess. Nobody wants my mess. And if that's you, I want, to, I want you to look at me. God wants your mess. I want your mess. Grace Church wants your mess. You have my permission to be your broken self here at Grace Church. This vicious cycle of hiding and hiding again from one another has to stop somewhere. Why not you? So what's our way forward? How do we stop this cycle and overcome this? And I think there are plenty of places that we can look to in the scriptures for answers to this question, but I'm going to turn to one of my favorites. It's the one that Elder Jason read for us a while ago with enthusiasm. So reading again from the Common English Bible, it says this, Examine me, God. Look at my heart. Put me to the test. Know my anxious thoughts. Look to see if there is any idolatrous way in me, and then lead me on the eternal path. So first, I want you to ask God to reveal yourself to you. God knows you better than anyone. So ask him to examine you, to look at your heart, to put you to the test and to know your anxious thoughts. He already does. Ask him to show you. Ask why am I hiding? What part of me Do I want, do I not want people to see? Maybe it's a belief, doubts, past hurts, current struggles. Next, you need to ask God to show you what is preventing you from seeing other people the way that you want to be seen. To show you any idolatrous way in you. As long as we're finding our sense of identity, security, safety, belonging in other tribes, we will never be able to see each other fully. Ask, what am I hiding from? And how am I hiding from it? This will require you to be honest with God and yourself about the masks that you're wearing. Finally, ask God to lead you on the eternal path. It's on the eternal path that we truly find our sense of identity, security, and belonging. Everything else is fake. It's on the eternal path that we begin to taste of the goodness of God. It's on the eternal path that we are able to remove our masks truly be with one another and experience the fullness of the life and love that God has. If you're ready to put your mask down and find the, dro- the joy of true belonging, I want to invite you to have coffee with me just as I've done every week and I'm going to keep on doing. I've made it very easy for you to set up You just scan that QR code on the screen or send a text to the number. Either way works for me and I'll get in touch with you. I've enjoyed the ones I've been able to do so far. And I'm looking forward to lots more of those. But what if you could really love your neighbor as yourself? Can you take a minute to imagine what it would mean if that were actually done? Kind of seems to me like a good many of our problems would just, I don't know, up and vanish. You might say that's wishful thinking, (laughs) but I, I would say that's faith in the word of Jesus Christ. Maybe your inability to envision, let alone comprehend such a reality should give us pause. Maybe it reveals to us that we haven't yet mastered that first part of the statement, love God. Imagine a community where you are accepted just exactly as you are, with all your doubts, questions, concerns, with your accomplishments or lack thereof, with your status or lack thereof with your political ideology, with your struggles, with your depression, with your past mistakes, with your current mistakes, even your future mistakes. Imagine a community where you aren't made to feel inferior. A community where you are not forgotten or left behind. I don't know what you're imagining, but to me, It sounds an awful lot like a family. The thing about families is that everyone has a seat. Weird Uncle Frank may be weird, but he still has a seat at Thanksgiving dinner. So why do we try to limit the seating at God's table? Is your family more gracious than God? I don't think so. There is room for everyone at the Lord's table, and that means there is room for you at Grace Church.